So good stress is a motivator. Um, you know, you you have to get up in the morning. You know, when when you have something like say, you're going to do a program Sunday morning. It's like nobody wakes you up. You're gonna like, mom, I gotta go, help my friends make this or bake this. So we're gonna sell. That's natural motivation. And and if it is managed well, it's a, that's the good habit, good character. Like you wake up on time, you do your things methodically. And once you are used to that, that's no more stress. You won't feel because it's part of your life. So first, learning to do or bring something to practice, something to habit, takes that stress, motivation, that positive stress. I'm preparing for, I don't feel like reading my social studies or my science textbook, but I'm going to do it anyway uh, because I want to be ready because systematically getting ready for next week's exam is different than what people say, burning your midnight oil. Welcome to the Proven Podcast. Hey, it's Josh and Krista again. And if all goes to plan, we'll be talking about stress and what it has to do with mental health. Today on Proven, we have Dr. Jessen Martin. Tell me more about who you are and what you do. Hey guys, thank you very much for inviting me here for your podcast. I've heard a lot about your ministry here on the campus for the Academy Specialized to the Academy students. Well, um, as you said correctly, my name is Jessen Martin. I'm the head of the college for overseeing the college, academy, and the elementary school. My title is a vice president for academic affairs. Um, you know, I oversee the college, take care of the faculty, provide them the tools and resources they can be effective and help students when they need me for whatever things. You know, address their concerns. That sounds like a position that could be potentially stressful. It's pretty useful because that's exactly what we're talking about today. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's get right into let's the, go. the good go. stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, we have some questions pre-prepared for you. The first of which is, in your opinion, what does stress have to do with mental health? Well, um, stress by itself is not bad. If you don't have any stress, that means you don't care about anything. You need to have stress. Like when you think about your upcoming finals, it should give you stress. Stress actually leads you to go resolve things, right? If there is a math test two days from now, that stress, that butterfly in your stomach churning, that stress actually leads you to go open the book. If there is no test, there is, if there is no stress, you won't be you know, taking that step and initiative. But stress should be controlled. If it's not managed, prolonged stress can lead to uh, impact in a negative way your mental health. <laughs> so prolonged stress and uh, increase of stress leads to less effectivity, less productivity, less concentration, um, and uh, less creativity, and also leads to poor performances in your test. And then it's a circular loop. When you see you perform bad because of negligence or whatever stress, and that increases stress, and then you try to catch up, leads to more stress, and then at some point you break down. In a lot of other cases, it leads to depression. 
And uh, if it's not taken care of, leads to clinical depression. Uh, statistics show that more than 10% of teenagers go through clinical depression in the States. So that means teenagers, would you say teenagers have lots of stress during their little teenager era? I think it's, yeah, it's natural because they do a lot of things. There are a lot of, they are playful. I mean, teenagers, you need to understand they are growing up physically, right? They look, starting to look like adults, right? We call teenagers and then young adult and adult. But as the teenagers, you, you know, you tend to physically grow stronger and grow like, you know, starting to look like your big sister or big brother or like your dad and mom. And so in their mind, they think that they tend to think that they also have full brain. You know, they are full adult brain, which is not the case. Your full, fully grown um, adult brain is when you reach 23, 25 years old. So in your 13-year-old, 15-year-old, 17-year-old, you're growing, but you're not yet there. And that's why the guidance and help of parents, teachers, people who um, have influence like your chaplain, deans, and, and church pastors, you know, their influence is very important. And the life of prayer and meditation is very important. But that's the age. You tend to think that, hey, I know things. Uh, I know, you know, because you, you look like, starting to look like your big brother and dad, and you tend to think that you're grown up and you know things, and probably you know some things, certain things, than your dad or your big brother because you you are probably introduced to much sophisticated technologies and techniques. Um, but that doesn't mean you have a, a well-grown, matured brain to make the decision-making, complex decision-making process. That's where you have to wait until you can make and you need guidance through that. So <clears throat> basically what you're saying, as if I've been tracking along with you, is that stress, there's a, there's a balance to it. And then there's a certain amount of stress that is healthy for us. Mm -hmm. and stress related to certain items such as schoolwork that'll, that'll drive us on. But as teenagers, I would say that we probably create stresses for ourselves. Mm -hmm. Whereas it's kind of unnecessary you think that's something that's natural and that we should kind of accept as uh, something that is just part of growing up? Or is it something that you think is unnecessary and you believe that there are ways that we can combat unnecessary yeah. stresses? I think it, it, it is necessary um, because, you know, you need, to, you need to be healthy and God wants us to be healthy. It doesn't matter if you're young or old. God, God says, you know, body is a temple of God. You know, you worship God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul, which is physical, mental, emotional, you know, uh, and spiritual. So if you are if you're weaker in your mind, stress weakens your mind and your emotions, then you cannot worship the Lord as you would. You can have your prayer and meditative life. You won't respect, you know, the, the counsels of parents and faculty because you're not even able to process because in other words, in simple terms, stress would slow down your mental processing capacity. Your processor speed is dramatically reduced. So it's like you have, uh, you open uh, several pages, web pages, and each of each page has something to run. You're downloading something one page and you're 
searching something and something is playing in another video is playing on another page if there's a multiple page opening and it's it's a demand and stress on the computer system it's going to slow down and if you continue to do that for a while it's going to crash and then tongue there's a blue screen and you're like oops i need another apple computer so <clears throat> earlier you said um that there's good and bad stress so now i'm starting to think so it's there's a good kind of stress because mm-hmm. prior to this i was thinking no stress is good mm-hmm. and can you elaborate more on that yeah, good stress so good stress is a motivator okay um you know you you have to get up in the morning you know when when you have something like say you're going to do a program sunday morning it's like nobody wakes you up you're going to like mom i got to go help my friends make this or bake this so we're going to sell that's natural motivation and and if it is managed well it's a, that's the good habit good character like you wake up on time you do your things methodically and once you are used to that that's no more stress you won't feel because it's part of your life so first learning to do or bring something to practice something to habit takes that stress motivation that positive stress i'm preparing for i don't feel like reading my social studies or my science textbook but i'm going to do it anyway uh because i want to be ready because systematically getting ready for next week's exam is different than what people say burning your midnight oil right uh some people do that the 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 day before the evening before the exam they just cram it like 8 to 10 hours straight but if you have 3 days of exam like you have and you have several subjects it's better you plan it you have to work backward uh from the date of exam let's say exam starts um december 13 then you would go backward see how many units i have chapters i have uh what are the cha- chapters i'm comfortable with what are the chapters i need more time so you need to work on all of that and those type of things will reduce stress and increase your efficiency and you won't be surprised when you sit in sit for an exam there is no surprises or the less surprises everything. because you're prepared to take on there is no intelligence have a role to play which we call iq but success as you live in vmar you keep hearing that from many of our speakers at haskell hall and other EQ. places eq plays and that's an important part for somebody's success and uh, that's how you manage things somebody who cannot who who so the good stress is you you getting motivated bad stress is everything else controlling you so good stress can be synonymous with taking responsibility and controlling your actions being able to being aware seeing this is what has to be done yeah, exactly and that's right good yeah um so going back to you um what are some types of ways that you personally like to deal with your stress if when stress comes up yeah um well i mean again uh stress is something that that you need to learn to deal with um some of the some of the stress are very common like you are a student you go through that motions that that those are type of stress but then sometimes there are external stress like there's covid-19 you can go to school 
you can go out of home. Those costs stress us. Well, and 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 as a community, um, you know, as a country and even globally, people felt that. You know, like after a period of time, you get worn out. There's a mental exhaustion due to COVID. Um, uh, but but very clear that Vimar didn't shut down. Um, you know, we took precautions. You know, we took precautions, but we're spending more time in the sunlight, uh, sleep well. You know, our eight laws of health, the new start life, you know, nutrition, exercise, water, all of that plays a key role for a healthy living. And if we follow new start in our life, that eight laws of health that God has given us, the spirit of prophecy has shown light, um, that the, the stress can be managed very well. You won't be stress-free because there's going to be a day you wake up and you'll be hit with some news that you don't want to hear. Or this is this news is overwhelming, right? Uh, you, you know, it could be a bad news, and it, so how do you respond to that uh, stressful situation, right? So somebody in the family loses or lose their parents or grandparents. It's a pretty stressful situation. That's nobody has control over. But again, if we are prepared principally, like we know, uh, that, you know, you all have to go through mourning, right? We re we see that in the Bible. If you feel like crying, you cry. If you if you feel angry, you should be able to name that emotion. Like, I feel angry at this time. And then, so, but you have to go back. Where, where is your guiding principle? How do you respond will depend on the principles that you have put in your mind. It's the Bible, your meditative life in spirit of prophecy. After all the mourning that you have, if there is a loss in the family, you come back to your come back to your principles and tell, yeah, I've lost so one in my family or my in my friend circle, whatever, um, but the Bible promises me there will be a resurrection. So that relieves you of the stress and brings you hope. So like that, that's why having right belief and doctrines are very helpful. You go back in the, in the, in the early days of Christian church history, there were people taught, if you die, you go to hell or heaven. You should you should think about how much stress it would have cost to practice that religion, which is a false teaching. So the same thing in every aspect. We need to study for ourselves. That's what Bible says: study for yourselves and take them, write them in our hearts. Let let God write that in our hearts. So whenever we have something, we come back and refer to that principle. Yes, it helps you to deal with stress. Um, yeah, I mean, your question was pointed question as to how do I deal with. So I I begin my day with meditation and prayer. You know, uh, it, it it gives you fresh morning dew, right? You soak in that. It's always nice to have that uh, morning walk or, you know, some of you I see walking down to the cafeteria. In the morning, uh, it, it, it is great because you soak into the negative ions, take them in, and kind of refreshes you. But also, before you begin your day, uh, after your meditation exercise and what, your breakfast, of course, should be a nice, healthy breakfast, which Vimar believes in, you know, the most important uh, meal of the day. And then you need to prepare. What I have today, what is my day, what is my schedule, and how do I sort this out? Okay, 
So am I prepared for my mm-hmm. math class? Am I prepared for my committee meeting? If I'm prepared for my work at, what do I need in order to go there? So if you take a little bit time to think through each of that through the day and prepare for them, you're not you're less surprised. You'll be less uh, stressful. It, it doesn't mean that there will be things that doesn't surprise you, will surprise you. But the more you do preparation, there'll be less surprises for you on the way. So <clears throat> would you say that you would recommend a more methodical way of dealing with stress, whereas you take certain steps in order to ensure that later on during that day, when stuff does appear, that you're ready for it and ready to take it on? Right. Um, let's say you, it happens even in relationship, right? Let's, it happens a lot in the academy age group. You go in the classroom, maybe you didn't like somebody. Uh, I, 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 I met with this person or he said something that stressed me out or that math teacher said something in the classroom on the, my homework wasn't complete, that stressed me out, uh, things like that. So um, even that, you know, but you also always learn to say, I can stand it, right? Bible says very clearly, God doesn't tempt more than what we can bear. So the, if, the, if we are going through anything, that means God has given us strength to say, uh, overcome them. So no, and, and this would help you not to blame others because I'm stressed today means we are putting the blame on somebody else. We are stressed today because we didn't learn to manage stress. Nobody else caused stress in your life because you haven't learned to manage stress. But it's never late. People can learn. Uh, today can be day one, okay? Going to take certain things and if you can't do certain things today at this moment, it's okay. We can we can do it again. There'll be another opportunity. God, that's why God, the, the religion of, true religion of Christ is about choices, right? If, if, if there are choices, that means God has given you many opportunities to make decisions. It's not one choice. There are many opportunities. So if it's not, if I can eat this today, if I can't, do this today, it's okay. I can get this next one. If the same thing, stress, you know, if, if you fail in one test, we kind of freak out and then we, we are like lost interest, lose interest, and we are like, I don't like that subject. That's not true. Because of one failure, you cannot decide if you like a subject or not. Because one time you don't like that dessert doesn't mean you don't like that at all. The same thing with vegetables, right? And and all of this aspect, you all always have to give another opportunity, another chance. Always look forward. Okay, I, I didn't do well, and that's what great uh, sports people and and people, uh, great teachers do and and leaders do, is that yeah, I made that decision that was that happens to me. You make uh, sometimes you, the decision is not according to you, but it's okay. Let's see how it goes, and then we can change right? Um, but you have to evolve because let's say some of you are going to become surgeons, right? <laughs> when you're doing that brain surgery or the heart surgery, you can say, okay, I'll do the next surgery better, right? You have to refine your techniques. You have to grow. So, so I think we covered many of our questions, but we still have one left, which is do you think, and I think you did touch it a little bit, but stress, do you think that stress is a choice? Um, 
yes, if you continue on, sometimes it's innate, like, you know, um, we are ingrained, right? We are built. We have a, we do a lot of things in gut, gut reaction, they say, but, you know, sometimes we inherit this emotions and things like that from parents and all that. But as you know the truth about stress and things, uh, it may be harder initially, but you can make the choice that um, I'm, I'm getting stressed out for everything. I'm getting anxious for everything. That's a topic I spoke about when I, when uh, your vice vice principal invited me to speak in the in the in the worship. I talked about the anxiousness, you know, anxiety, and the, you know, that's more after COVID. The post-COVID experience is more anxiety among young people, and you don't have to feel anxiousness, you know. Uh, Bible says, don't worry about tomorrow, right? So you've got to think about God is in control of my life, but today the way I respond would be based on my belief system. And the question would be, do I have a good belief system? And that's why, that's why, and that's why the school and Vimar like school spend more time in the spiritual aspects because that's the most important building aspect. If you become a surgeon, but you don't know how to control, Proverbs says, you know, you can conquer a city, but you can control your spirit. You are a loser. You are a failure. But we want true success. The true success is ability to control yourself. Not just you control your emotions, but you are willing to understand others' emotions. Right? That's ministry. Right? People always say, I'm going to do ministry, this ministry. But if you can understand others' emotion, and, there, and then the third aspect is how do I manage that relationship? Because you know about you, your emotions, you know about the emotions of the, your friend, and then how do I manage that emotions? This is a learning process. Nobody can master in a day, but the sooner you start, your life will be more joyous and happy. It's not like you you, you walk into a classroom and like, I don't like that person, I like this person, I don't like that person. That happens a lot in that age group, but that shouldn't be the case. You should walk in and should be able to have the relationship with anybody in spite of um, your your own feelings. So, so going back to good stress is a motivator, mm-hmm. and bad stress mm-hmm. is everything is con- around you is controlling you. Mm-hmm. Then, if you if you trust God, then shouldn't you have no stress at all? Well, uh, you will be joyful. You'll be joyful. You'll be joyful. Well, when when we say uh, the word stress itself, you know, uh, it's it depends on how you know stress is pushing, right? You stress something; it's a tension there in physics term that stress is you're applying something. So you can apply something to push somebody in a positive way, or you can push somebody to go in the negative emotions. So bad stress pushes you to go in the negative cycle where you go uh, go round and round until you get depressed and then you know as i said your effectivity your efficiency your joy you're there in the church but you're not listening you are in that in that in that good birthday party but you're not there all right you you go home for christmas but you're not enjoying your family setup all of this is because stress wears you out uh, whereas good stress builds you up and as you spend more time in meditation prayer um, you learn to deal with stress. As I said, there are external forces, there are internal forces. 
internal forces, you tell yourself, I'm going to go study now, and then you study. But if you if you keep postponing things, right? Let's say I have six o'clock, I need to sit and study, but you postpone it to seven, and then eight, and then nine, and then you're really stressed. You go to sleep, you're not able to sleep because you didn't study, but you don't want to wake up because that's that's your curfew time. So then that's lost. Next morning you wake up full of red eye. You you know there. You're really stressed out. So so managing that's where you know if you start if you have to study at six o'clock you sit there to study six o'clock. Let's say how good you sleep at nine o'clock. You'll be like I'm done. I'm prepared. I have to review this in the morning. That gives you confidence. That's healthy for you accomplishment. and your accomplishment. So um, so if somebody needs help, I would say the first thing is to make a checklist of things that they. Doing to-do list is really good. It's good for students, faculty, even administrators. I have a to-do list. Every morning I prepare a list that I have to meet with this person. This is my committee. You can put it in the calendar. A lot of you use Apple. You know, you use your calendar, phone, or in a notebook. Make sure you, every time you accomplish something, make sure you go and check it. Every time you check, you feel good. And that's good. Okay? That is good. That that builds and good stress, uh, and you manage stress, and you 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 grow in that. It builds actually immunity. On the other side, bad stress will deprive you of your immunity, weaken your immunity, break you down. Mm-hmm. Break you down. I think, I think at least for most kids, I see, I see grades, and so far, some people just regret, just like push it all away and say, "Oh, I'm not going to worry about this all," mm-hmm. and that obviously impacts them negatively. Mm-hmm. But then the ones that actually do take it seriously, there's a range, of course. But somehow, I would say that the stress there is somewhat manageable. Mm-hmm. I think it's when we have those big things arise in our life, the unexpected ones or the things that you just really don't know how to cope with when yeah. you start to... I think the question presents itself again. Is this stress a choice or not? Um, well, what, uh, let me ask, ask that. I know you have a second part to that. The first part is that it's... As I mentioned before, preparation, preparing early would really help you in that facing that big thing. Um, and, and, uh, and the, you know, preparing early helps you to break down and it allows you to chew as much you could do on a daily basis. Whereas when you come closer to that big, big thing, you can swallow them all at the same time. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, so... So preparing, the planning to prepare and planning them and executing them on a daily basis, if you can learn that, uh, then you can succeed. And what's your second question? I, I know this is a well, connected question. No, there are, there are measures. I understand that we can put measures in, in place to ensure that we are um, prepared for surprise things that are come up. But there is some stuff that comes up that there's no way you could have prepared for it or there's um for example there's a really good book i've been reading recently um mm-hmm. i think it's called in the spirit mm-hmm. and power, power mm-hmm. by pavel goya mm-hmm. um and i think it's the first chapter where he's talking about his when he was in a romanian school mm-hmm. romanian school i think mm-hmm. um and he was having to deal with if he was going to go to school on saturday and or not and that kind of literally would have affected him for the rest of his life. That seems like something that's a huge stressor, right? Um, but then he was, he called his dad and he was like, well, dad, what do I do? 
um, I pray to God about it, but nothing is happening. And he says, well, you have to find a different God. Um, another thing was Mr. Dean, he had a worship with us where he was talking about how God, he does already know our needs. He already knows that he already has a plan for our lives. Yes. And so for us, when those things come up, we're, I think we're really easily just starting to say, oh, well, let me, I should be able to do some part of this. I should be able to control some part of this. I should at least have a say in how this ends up. But Pablo Goya says, no, it's, it's when you realize that it's realized when that you have to seek God first and your relationship with him, that those things will be added to you. He was talking about another similar situation with his family, with tuition. Um, he was just absolutely broke, no money. But then it was when he made the switch from focusing on his problems and his stress to focusing on his relationship with God, that he really saw true progress in those problems that were against him. So would, would you say that stress in that type of connotation is a choice, whereas we can switch off our minds from that stress and say, no, God's got this. Exactly. And I can just exactly. sit back. Yeah, so far what, what I've been suggesting, what you need to do, because you know God gives what you need to do, your role, like you still need to get up, get ready, go to school, all of those. So the, the stress in terms of what I was communicating is what you could do. But I think also that the first thing first is that it's your meditation, prayer, life. You know, if you, if you your life um, surrendering to God and your ability to consume what he has for you on a daily basis, it's very important in a walk, in a, in, in a, in a day-to-day walk. And, and if, again, that's, that's again a preparation because uh, if you're not doing it on a daily basis, if you're not trusting God on the small things, if you're not seeking his help on the small test and, and your walk to school and, and travel, then when the big things hit you, you're not going to go to God, you will freak out. You'll go to people, you call your friend, you text, and you go crazy. But the small exercises that you do on a daily basis with prayer and meditation, when there is a big thing like that, you would say, hmm, I tried, I put my effort, I did what I could. Um, I, you know, I know God is in control. I think there is f- that for some reason, I'm not getting the result I should but God will reveal to me at the right time. So that's faith, right? That's faith. But also you have confidence that you did your part. It's not like you sat there and say, I wait for the ship to come, uh, or arrive at my shore, so. Yeah, for my personal experience, mm-hmm. because you're reminding me of that, mm-hmm. I know when you mentioned faith, um, it reminds me of its definition, which is, um, believing that God has said something and he's going to do what he said. And so if we're trying to reflect God and his character, if we say we're going to do something and like you said, we just keep on pushing it back and then that builds up the bad kind of stress, then are we really walking with God? And then the whole point of walking with him is to keep ourselves consistent so we can consistently manage our stress. And you already told us how we can do that. But he's the only one who will be able to tell us, hey, keep keep going at it. Um, yeah, but from my personal experience, because you just reminded me of when I said I would do something and I didn't do it. And then the day of the test came and I was like, ah, right yeah. on the test. But then there's this other example of when I said I would do it mm-hmm. and I did it and mm-hmm. the test came and there's no stress at all. Because I saw that test and I knew everything on Mm -hmm, it. mm -hmm. And 
yeah, I feel like this whole podcast is a rebuke to my soul. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> because finals is coming up <laughs> yeah. and everything starts to pile up because yes. I haven't managed right. de-stress. Yeah. Of course, you know, there are normal days that you go through and then there is a season before exam and then there is a time of exam. So you have to have different gears, as you say in the in the in the automobile. You have different gears. We have automatic cars, but uh, you know that the first gear, second gear, third gear. So uh, in the normal days, you would go according to that normal plan. But as you go near, like a week or two before exam, you increase you increase your practice time. You increase your uh, thing because you're getting ready for that crunch moment. And then when you come one week closer, like this week, right? Like the, then you have to you have to turn on like like the power engine. So you work. There is a rhythm. There is a study. You sleep, uh, and and you know those things those things gradual things that you do. And if you do it one cycle, two cycle, and then you get used to. And um, and 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 people always you know talk about successful business people, industrialists, um, and and leaders. All of them follow this. They get up early, they do their things, they plan, they they run through the day. And 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 probably there is one meeting that was not good news for them, but then they compartmentalize. Okay, this class didn't go very well. My math class didn't go very well, but I'm going to compartmentalize. Next class is English. I'm going to go enjoy that class. So And then you can go back in the evening and say, why didn't that class go very well? What did I do wrong and how can I work? Can I go to my teacher, take the help? Can I go talk to my classmate? So the key word for success, the key word for uh, beating uh, stress in, in our responsibility would be the word called proactive. If you learn to be proactive, there can be less stress. If you are not proactive, if you wait for things to pile up, then they start to control you and that's where the bad stress builds up and you get depressed it affects your efficiency, your your grades, your attention on the class, and your lack of confidence. You don't respond to your friend. You're not singing well in choir. You're not enjoying the worship, and you you're not responding well to your parents and teachers. And people may start to make their own judgments of you. It's like you are not interested in them, or your teachers may think you're disrespectful to them, and all of this happen. You know, so uh, I think it's very important to watch and. And any young person can easily do this, right? To be watchful and plan your day. Mm -hmm. Start with that. Plan your day and start with that. Yeah. Well, I think we're nearing the end of our time here on this podcast. Um, I'd like to thank you again for being here and speaking to us. I'm pretty sure that we both have had some huge takeaways. Personally, I've learned a lot more about how good stress is actually something that we can manage on our own and kind of use it to fuel ourselves throughout the day, kind of use it to push ourselves on and how we can kind of use it to make ourselves better people, how stress, especially in the way we kind of think of it, could be something positive instead of negative. What about you, Krista? Well, my takeaway was the um, fact that good stress it's a motivator. And I think we both took that away because before we came to this podcast, we were discussing and we were just saying stress is not good. It shouldn't exist, basically. But thank you so much for your time. It's my pleasure.
was it was so glad to come and talk to you guys. Um, so enjoyed being here and talk to you. Thank you. Next up, we'll have our great buddy Q um, do our spiritual application. Q is not only a great basketball boy, but he's great at coaching. And every morning at our academy, he sings with enthusiasm and power that no other no other guy has. <laughs> Here we have him. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to remind you that God wants to show you that life is a lot easier when you meditate and pray first thing in the morning. When you go to Him, and when you drop all your idols, all your old habits, all your unhealthy habits, and mentally disturbing habits, down and going straight to God. In Matthew 6, 34, it says, Therefore do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. God just simply put that promise in there to us to say that tomorrow is a different day. A lot of us worry. A lot of us have a lot of stress that comes from all kinds of aspects of our life, whether that be school, sports, issues, even people. Sometimes our surroundings just <laughs> make us stressed out. But God put this verse in us. God put this verse and inspired Matthew to write this in Matthew 6, 34. To say that tomorrow is a different day. For you need to worry about today. And Philippians 4 verse 6. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and petition with thanksgiving present your request to God. Imagine walking down the street and just knowing you have no care in this world. You need to be able to give everything to God. It can be hard for young people, especially me, to give it to God. When we have things like school, sports, activities, issues, people, and even little things that just come up here and there. I want to remind you that good stress isn't an issue, like Krista said, and it can motivate you to seek God. Find out who he really is through trials and tribulations. Allow him into your life. Let him enter in. And that was the latest episode of Proven a Weimar Academy podcast. If you'd like to learn more about our school, visit weimaracademy.org. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and most other podcasting platforms. Before you go, I'd encourage you to check out our social media too. We're always posting about our school's latest events and happenings on Instagram, Facebook, and even YouTube. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.